take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. Okay, so this week we are talking about The Ledge. Yeah, come on, let's do this. Well, this weekend just got a whole lot more interesting. So here we are. Wait, let me guess, frat boys, right? We met at the summer camp and started climbing. The locals, they just tried to climb the face but couldn't get past the ledge. These are some pretty big rocks. Well, if you need any help up there. We can take care of ourselves. I'm gonna hit the sack. Yo, maybe she's had enough. Maybe you should shut your mouth. You scared me. Hey, slow down, cowboy. Get off me! We are not going down for this. You mean just leave her like this? No. Jesus Christ, no! The camera, get her! She's going for the face! I'm coming for you, bitch! He's not gonna let her off this mountain alive. He's a psycho, man. You're either with us, or you're against us. He's gonna kill me. And then he's gonna kill you. which I'm so curious on where, Joe, you found this movie. First of all, because second of all, you hate heights. Yes. And so I was like, this is, and it's a horror movie. So. Okay. So small point of clarification real quick before we get into it. You picked the wrong movie. <laughs> I meant. <laughs> Did I watch okay, the wrong well, movie? I, actually, okay, here's, here's the background. So we had just done some ice climbing when, um, when I was thinking about picking this movie. And so I was like looking at, you know, like I, and I, I loved it. I thought it was super fun. Uh, so you, uh, when we got home, I was like, okay, the movie what, the what ice movie climb? am I going to no, got, climb, got yeah. home from the ice climb and then I had to pick a movie. So I was but like, what, what did you think was super fun? The ice, the ice climbing. Got, got like, I liked cool. continue. <laughs> gotcha. So like, and, and, and I have no problem doing that. Cause I'm not afraid of heights so much as I am afraid of free fall. If I'm like roped in, we're good to go. Mm, okay. But if I'm like on the side of the mountain as they were in this movie, that's terrifying to me. Um, yeah. So small point, but anyway, so we got home and I, I was looking at new movies and I saw this one came out and it looked like a thriller around rock climbing and the only other, yeah, which it was. So I was like, that sounds interesting enough where I would pick it. And uh, that was pretty much all that went into it. Um, it. I had watched uh the Jimmy Chin movie, uh, Free Solo. Um, and I remember being so anxious watching that movie. Like I remember pacing back and forth in uh, our apartment when we were watching it 
because it was just stressing me out to watch <laughs> <laughs> to watch uh you know this guy climb you know, uh up uh, El Capitan. I think that was it. But uh anyway, yeah, so I I watched this movie and I was kind of expecting something somewhat similar and uh that was really all that went into the pick. <laughs> so for for you like even though like it freaks you out, you still enjoy watching it. Right. Or was this because like, did you like free solo or no? I did just because I thought it was really cool that he was able okay. to do it. Now gotcha. I, I think that could have gone a different direction very easily. <laughs> um, like, like this, for example, like I don't love the idea of like people falling off the mountain, but um you know, I, being that it's a movie and not a documentary, it's, you know, hits a little different, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious because like, for me, like I enjoy watching things that freak me out. So I don't know if that was the same for you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I would say, I think it's more like I like watching things in on subjects that I'm like interested in, in that moment than it okay. is like that. I'm going to like seek out something that like freaks me out. Um, you're definitely the in the moment person. Like if you're into something, you're going to watch everything. Oh no, yeah. That's, that's definitely <laughs> me. I'm definitely like, Oh, this is what I'm doing like right now. Right, right. <laughs> um, but anyway, this, this movie, um, I watched the trailer and I was just like, okay, so it's like a thriller, like, you know, someone dies and then you got to chase them up the Dolomites. And I was like, that sounds like, uh, interesting premise. This movie before. Or you found it by searching. There's no way you it. heard of this movie before. I just found <laughs> it by searching. Cool. I just, I think I searched like new movies and then I saw that this was in it and I was like, oh, climbing. Perfect. Um, and That's the most I, Joe searched movie I think I've ever heard. <laughs> new movies. New movies, climbing. Perfect. <laughs> um, but like that being said, like, I think I could sum up this movie in about one or two sentences being like, someone died, they got, and then their partner got chased up the Dolomites, the end. You could do one word, bad. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited to hear this. Now, let's... I mean, great. It was great. It's my favorite movie, actually. Now, we still have a, we have this thing in football. There's this thing called, Joe, you know this, at least the, the Dalton scale, Andy Dalton quarterback. He's kind of like <laughs> yes. the level of like, the lower of the mid, he's like good, but the, like the not. most average. Like it's you're not gonna get in the playoffs probably. He'll know. like take you maybe the like maybe the playoffs, but usually not. Like it's like probably like just close enough to like really disappoint you. You know, right? Like yeah. there's a lot of promise and it just never happens. Um, mm -hmm. Now, not this had promise, but like I feel like we should have a tusk scale. So like they're like. Yeah, I want to know if this is I, better or worse than. Tusk. Or is that, or is that, or is that the very bottom? So maybe we don't use that as the scale. Yeah, I mean that is just like the floor. But what is but this compared to this, Tusk for you? This had promise. I think it's a cool. I think why it's so bad is because it has a somewhat of a cool plot that just like didn't. It seemed like when I realized what the plot was, it was like, oh, this is like an interesting idea, and then it was just bad. I want to say the acting definitely contributed to the badness. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I felt like this, like, I, I guess I didn't really, I was kind of expecting like a kind of an indie film. And I feel like this was just like, I mean, it was, but it was, yeah, the acting was not that great. You could I, just I was, tell this was a micro budget, um, mm -hmm. which is fine. I mean, it's cool. Like I, part of me, like I'm actually, 
I didn't love like I didn't love the movie, but I didn't hate it. Like I I'm glad you picked it because I feel like we've all kind of done those random picks where we're like, that looks fun. Let's go for it. And you went for it. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, it, I wish it was more of a survival horror. So like not really them just kind of climbing and getting stuck on the ledge rather than some people trying to kill. Cause that, that did not work for me at all. I was like, why are they, why is this guy so mean? Why is he just trying to, <laughs> what is going on? Like, yeah. Like, hey, I wish dude, it was... Cut it out. You, you doofus. What are you doing? <laughs> Like yeah, more of always, like the Frozen. You saw Frozen, or you know what Frozen, that ski yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Along the lines of that, I think would have made this better for me. Well, yeah. It, well, it. See, I don't even know because I feel like both with Frozen and with this movie, you both you both almost have like too much time and not enough time because the the, right. the story, real like I said, like I could sum it up in just a few sentences. Um, and you got to make that last, like, you know, whatever, like an hour and a half or something. Um, and like, same thing with frozen, like you, you're, you're stuck in the chair. You got to make some stuff happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> otherwise that's a pretty boring movie. Um, that's 27 true. hours. Huh? That yeah. under 27 that's... hours, the guy's stuck the whole movie pretty much. Yeah. Survival or do you, I mean, you have the, shadow, you, have, you have that like lively shark movie where she's just stuck on that thing the whole like a lot of shark movies it's very just one one spot the whole time yeah but i think they're i think if they're done well they're good yeah so i i think with this one in particular i i 100 agree i think the acting could have been better i actually really liked um i forget her name the like main character who was who was doing the gal who was doing the climbing i liked her she was great actually she was pretty good actually yeah she was the best one pretty much everyone else i didn't really like I wrote down, are they British or just bad actors? <laughs> I don't know. I but, couldn't uh, tell. Wait, as in like like they sounded kind of British, but I think they were just bad acting. I got you. I was like, British people are actually probably some of the best actors, actually. So I, <laughs> I don't know. They're great at you know, like everyone who's British, and then you find out they're British after, and you're like, How what? Yeah, why, why are you such a good actor? Like, I didn't even know you were British. <laughs> this also got super dark super quickly. Like this was like it started yeah. off like oh it's gonna be a fun rock climb you know for your deceased whatever, and then they start drinking and then shit goes shit hits the fan. Dude, they're like we gotta we got we get to do at least two hours on that ledge. We gotta get to it quick. True. <laughs> I mean, I do like that about this movie. It's like it literally just dove right into the story like really quickly. So yeah, I'll say that. though when when Joe picked it and he posted and I saw the ledge and I didn't know if it was like. I didn't realize it was like a horror scary movie. You can kind of tell by like the cover though that it's not like a doc or like right, right. it might lean that way. But you know, I was like, oh, this might be cool. Like I like Joe said, like free solo is good. Meru, which is also Jimmy Chin, amazing. The Alpinist. If you guys didn't watch that, I st- I that's on my list to watch in the near future. So good. Um I mean, I don't know if you know the ending or not because it's a real life, but I won't spoil it. But uh, there's an there's a different ending to it. Um, not the not like, the ledge ending. No, you know it wasn't quite like ledge. It was a little. <laughs> so this isn't than based ledge. on a true story. Um, <laughs> um, no one like fell was, in a flaming sleeping bag or whatever. It, yes, that part, but like the rest. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, so I was like, oh, cool, yeah, like this could be interesting. And then I, you know, kind of did 
very minimal background before watching it, basically like trying to find where I could watch it. And I was like, oh, it's an interesting premise, at least. Like, yeah, sounds kind of interesting. And then it just, yeah. It could have been shorter. Um, it felt like it felt like a bunch of rock climbers just wanted to make a movie and have no experience in, in film. <laughs> They're like, let's it's make a horror movie. movie about rock climbing. And they never made a movie ever. <laughs> There's your one star review you can leave. Um, <laughs> also, this it, this gets me every time. Like every movie, I get it if it, if the if it's like a superhero movie or whatever because the person's stronger. But uh, like the main person, like the main bad guy or bad girl or whatever, they're usually like always stronger and like better f- equipped at fighting than everyone else. Like, how did this guy just fend himself from off from his all of his friends? Like, how did like? I don't understand. Like this guy didn't seem like he was super jacked or anything. Like there, <laughs> no. and but that happens in a lot of movies where like the main bad guy is always like stronger somehow than everyone else. I don't understand that. That never. I just got the impression that he was like super manipulative. And oh yeah, I I actually think, and this is this is what kind of is a little disappointing to me about this movie is like I actually feel like they did a really good job in terms of the story writing because. You, you kind of can start to understand where a lot of the, the, the not so crazy guys are coming from because like they're, they're, they're trying to protect, you know, the terrible thing they did before mm-hmm. they got, they actually do feel some remorse about it, or at least they were trying to get him to show remorse. And I don't know, like, I feel like making that actually somewhat makes sense to in the story. Like, I think they did a pretty good job with that. Uh, same thing with tying in like the boyfriend uh, who, who fell. Like, I actually feel like, the character development was at least written to be there. With like, her, I just, yeah. I just don't feel like it was actually executed that well. There was just no mode. Like if one, if we were, if, if my group of friends and I were climbing and one of my friends tried to sexually assault somebody and then try to kill someone, I would be like, like we're going home. I would literally back off, call the cop. I'd be like, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like screw you. That's these the guys were just like, to do. I was like, why are these guys all going along with it? It didn't make well, to be, I mean, to be only devil's advocate, just because this is what you usually do when people shit on horror movies. You're like, you wouldn't, you never know. You, you said this in so many podcasts. That. You did it. You wouldn't know if you were really in that situation, what you would do. Use my, yeah, I'd use my uh, medicine against me. Well, I, I almost wish that they, cause like when, when they first like, they like bashed her head in or whatever. Um, and they're like, <laughs> they, they were like making the argument that, like, oh, you know, the, the, her DNA, like our DNA is like in her like fingernails or whatever. Like that part, I actually did not like the justification. But like if they were like, if if I accuse you of killing her, you know, the real bad guy that he would just be like, well, I'll tell about what happened like 10 years ago or when, whenever that prior thing happened. Like that would make way more sense, like like blackmailing them into doing this as opposed to like being right. like, Oh no! Yeah, I guess we're just too in too deep now, so we'll just kill her. That's terrible. They were dedicated too. Like they were all like, they were literally. Yeah. Cl- I mean, they they did what they wanted to do. They they did what they came there to do, which was climb the ledge, right? So they kind of succeeded in that way. <laughs> I don't know. It, this was also an offshoot of Scream. It was like originally going to be one of the screams, and then this they, is a prequel. Just, they just renamed it to the ledge. Yeah, they forgot the costume, so they had a shoot. I did love the notably bad CGI. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there was a shot. I would say the shots are actually some of the shots are actually pretty cool. Like the drone shots, 
Um, but there was a shot. They didn't need to use CGI. I mean, they probably did actually because they probably weren't actually at a ledge, but or like a huge ledge. But there was a shot of her climbing, and her hands are like blurred to like to match the background. And I was like, "This like you just at least shoot a little further away." <laughs> Not gonna lie, I didn't even notice that, but I'm super happy that you did. <laughs> I took a picture of it. I audibly laughed. <laughs> Let's see if, if I can find it. Look at her right hand. Is a potential security threat detected? It's yep. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> it looks like she doesn't. It looks like she just doesn't have. And that was a cut. That was like a, a, quite a few of shot of the shots too. No, that, it that looks like, that more, like a you know one of those photos where it's like I I saw uh, <laughs> the Sasquatch or something. Mm-hmm. You know where it's like slightly off. Or yep yeah that's interesting Uh, um oopsies yeah i mean i i was surprised when i started watching this i was like this was a joe pick hey Hey. this is more up my alley like technically so well i i thought it was i and i actually do think this was more thriller than horror for sure i think the the fact that they were like trying to kill her was the horror to, for me at least because the whole ledge stuff was the thrill and then the, the horror was them trying to kill her yeah but I, I feel like they had to exist at the same time because she wouldn't be up there like that right if they weren't trying to kill her so like i i don't know like i i don't know if we, we talk about like horror comedy comedy horror sometimes i feel like this was thriller horror not yes. horror thriller totally like it's it's Thrill forward, not horror forward. Although this is listed as thriller drama. I mean, yeah, there's I definitely drama, drama too. Yeah, it's pretty dramatic. Drama. <laughs> oh, Jesse, you had, you should read a review for this one. I have I have four real quick ones up ready to read, actually. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was like, this would be a good one to do it. Yeah. I could read through these one stars all, all day, honestly, but uh, we'll fire. How many of those four. are from you? That's not, I don't want to disclose that. (laughs) Is there any 10 star reviews? um, I think there technically are. And I'm actually, I'm doing this on IMDb. So it's one out of 10 rather than one out of five. So I feel like it's even. Gotcha. Okay. There is, there is one review that says I was bored and created an account to see if there was a way to give negative stars and they wanted to give it a negative 10. And they just were like, this review isn't long enough. So I'm going to have to keep typing kind of thing. Um, but let's look. So first one from Andre Diogo, 794.1. Uh, worst movie I've ever seen. You know those movies where you get angry issues with every action from the victim? Well, that's a great option. The main actor is the most stupid, dumbest person on the planet. The plot itself is really bad. Um, one out of 10 stars from Jennifer with a G Gates. Warning, spoilers. So if you want to turn this podcast right. off, go watch the movie. <laughs> Easily the worst movie I've ever seen. Zero redeeming qualities. No way to form wow. any attachment to characters despite the attempt to the main character's love for her fiance. The premise was terrible and could have literally been any other reason for chasing down the main character besides attempted rape. Terrible. Couldn't even find humor in poor quality. Uh, from Jen. These are a lot, another Jen. Um, don't waste your time. Too many unanswered questions. This is my favorite one. Unrealistic in every way. 
where are they? What accent do they have? What happened in the past that they kept bringing up? Why does the mountain scenery continue to change from every point of view? <laughs> Save yourself <laughs> and don't sit on the ledge of your seat for this one. No cliffhangers here. <laughs> That's my that favorite was good. one. That's That's three out one. of nine people found this helpful. <laughs> yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, I will I like, say this like is not the worst movie. The puns. This I mean, is not the worst movie I've ever seen. I've, I've seen way worse movies than this one. Yeah, I agree. Tusk was way worse. I, I that's where way I worse. stand on this. I Tusk was way worse. I would pick this every day over Tusk. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yep. It, it's, um, it has one ten star review though. You should read that one. Um, from Jay Cuffney sixteen <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> uh, from Jay Tungsten sixteen. The Ledge is a great intense movie. Ten out of ten. The ledge was a complete surprise. I was hooked from frame one. The story, <laughs> acting, and cinematography were all absolutely amazing. I can't remember the last time I was on the edge of my couch, cringing like I was watching this masterpiece. <laughs> this is a great movie and needs to be watched and supported. Wow. I love that. It's I love that. Movies can have both. It's probably directors. <laughs> this needs to be supported. <laughs> people need to go out and buy this honestly that sounds just like a director or like a cinematographer would say like start, I, would they frame cringe, one like, frame one they said cringe like joe Cuffney says a lot um just saying <laughs> maybe it was secretly me <laughs> i was hooked from frame one the story acting and cinematography <laughs> that's everything <laughs> six out of 13 people found this helpful i do i do enjoy i was happy that she killed him because if that guy didn't die this movie would have been a waste yeah me too like he was I, just so angry why did he have so much anger <sighs> i he had to be like i don't know i, I just I, I was like he's gotta have some sort of problem you know He's just because like he yeah. he was I mean he's not the only problem and but like he was the problem. He was literally the problem. The other yeah. friends wouldn't have done anything. Although right. they did kind of like I mean, go along with it before, with but, it. but but like Maybe honestly, like, a like prequel to it. That's true. Ooh. <laughs> but like, why why would you go on a trip with this guy? I don't know. That's what I don't know either. Like, what they would? There's something off about him for sure. Especially like, like ten years later. Or however yeah, has he long. never done this before? Like, like, or has he done this before? I, I got the feeling that he's done this type of thing before because his friends were like, they were like when they were drinking or whatever, they're like, oh, he's just he's just fucked up. Like, it's he's like whatever. Like, it seems like they've gone through this before. Yeah, maybe not the killing part, but the sexual assault thing. But he was also like engaged or married or something. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That guy was messed up. I think but, he is British. Is he really? That's funny. So he's a bad actor, actor and he's British. Because <laughs> his accent would go in and out. I wasn't sure. Oh, well, this country of origin for the movie, UK. <laughs> so they're yeah. British. Okay, on that note, I couldn't find any information about this. Like, locations, nothing. So I... That's a little bear category for this episode. I would have to imagine, and this is totally a guess because I couldn't find anything either. Um, but like, it takes place in the Dolomites. 
So I would imagine at least some of it's maybe there. Maybe like the camping scenes and stuff, but I could I could see just like the studio being like the cliff scenes because like the, clearly there was not much budget to this movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, the I, the outside parts were believable, but the uh, yeah. Now after seeing that image you showed, it's like yeah, maybe the, a lot of the climbing even was just you know green screen or whatever yeah i'm sure like they had like a little wall and they just green screen the top and bottom and they've yeah did you see the there's three goofs listed on imdb for the movie three what goofs oh what are they um during the chase of the second girl the really fast sunrise transitions so quickly it almost seems like the night suddenly changes into day during the chase, it appears that the girl hides the camera in the woods under some grass when, in fact, she dropped it and is scrambling to find it in the dark. She grabs it and runs away. Shortly after that, she drops the camera on a ledge. Then it appears that she climbs down to get it, even though they don't really show her climbing downwards. When the girl goes up the ledge, a shot of it from the sky is seen. Near the end of the movie, a similar shot is seen, but it's in a completely different ledge that doesn't even look close. Yep. <clears throat> it's funny. I want to know who does the goofs on IMDb. Like, who is the one who watches these movies and is like, <clears throat> and is like looking for goofs to? I mean, apparently like, you. Apparently yeah, you. you because... <laughs> That's true, actually. But like, <laughs> I don't know who these people are. Though. It's me. <laughs> but there's goofs for every movie. Like every single movie out there, there's goof section. It's like, I don't know. There must be one person who just looks at looks for the falsenesses. There's got to be people who like are so used to looking for that, that. That's like all they're looking for in a movie is like as they're watching, you know, they're just like, boom, that's wrong. Boom. There it is. I would hate continuity that, errors. Like I love people pointing out like continuity errors. Uh, it's so it is funny. funny. I mean, yeah. But I, I don't know. Do you watch those videos? The Like, I think it's a YouTube series where they talk about uh everything wrong with this movie or something have you seen yeah. those like there's a channel that goes like everything wrong with you know whatever movie and they go through um, i hate those just because like <laughs> they're literally thinking of ways to hate on a movie <laughs> like, everything wrong with scream i'm like when it's like if you saw this it's this time and this time and they're technically 20 miles apart so that would mean that they would have to be running at this speed that to me is just completely there. useless information <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, don't focus on the negative. It's, it's, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's what I did like, though, about um, uh, Eric, when we were talking to Eric Village, and he was saying, like, he's like, you don't have to like the movie, but, like, right. tell me where the plot holes are, kind of thing, where he was like, there isn't any. Like, right. kind of being clearly- like, I wrote this. I wrote this so well. You don't have to like it. You could say it's garbage, but there are no plot holes. Right. Like he like clearly people write, you know, they're they have a plot in their head that makes sense. So like there's definitely I don't know. When there's plot holes, quote unquote, I feel like there's not actually plot holes. I feel like it's just interpreted differently. Yeah. I just like that like when people go about it, so like clearly thinking of all the details to be like, that is where I will stand. Right. Is that I've thought this through. Not being like, no, come on, it's good. It's good. They're like, no, you can hate it. But you it can is thought it. out. It is. <laughs> just appreciate it. Um 
should we rate it? I mean, there's not much. Is there anything else you guys want to? Do we need to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. You go first. Okay. Start so... us off. I. I did not love this movie. I liked the idea <laughs> of this movie. Um, I'm going to go like 4.9 because five feels right, but almost too generous. So I'm going four, <laughs> four, 4.9 flaming sleeping bags uh, because that was just the weirdest thing. <laughs> that was a book right out of Friday the 13th kind of. Yeah. And, and yeah part exactly. six, he like lights a girl on fire in her sleeping bag and just takes her and hits her against a tree. <laughs> It's one of the best kills in the franchise. I'd like <laughs> to think that they were like doing like 13th, a part six. Jesus. I'd like to think they were doing a tip of the hat to that or something, but I don't think probably not. <laughs> I don't think they were. <laughs> I, we should reach out to these directors or this director. Yeah. But yeah, four, four, nine flaming dudes thrown off the cliff. <laughs> I'll go. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't like hate it, but I didn't love it. This was like, I would say this is like along the lines of a lot of the random horror movies I'll watch. Like this is just like right in the middle of those. Like a lot of them are like this because they're lower budget. Um, So I'm like used to this type of movie. So it didn't bother me. And I was like, oh, fun. This is, you know, it's a fun premise. It's, it was a cool idea with the whole climbing thing. Um, I'm not a climber. So I, it, I'm not like, I don't know. I would do like ice climbing and stuff, but I just, I don't know. I'm not a huge rock climber or anything. So I never watch, like I've never seen free solo. I don't watch any of that stuff, but this is cool. I think it's fun. Um, some cool shots, bad acting, questionable CGI, interesting location. Uh, I'm going to go four as well. Um, SD cards because that's what they were looking for. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, we didn't even talk about the snake. Oh, oh, yeah, I wrote that down. I was like, your worst nightmare, <laughs> heights and snakes. Yes, that would freak me out for sure. <laughs> anyway. Um, I would, I mean, I can recommend this to people like myself who like lower budget indie horror thrillers. If you like those type of movies, you would probably somewhat enjoy this because you know what you're going to get. Um, yeah. Everything now is based on the Tusk scale of... I gave it a two. So like, it's kind of really the floor for me. I can't really go when we get the movie that goes below it. I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't give Tusk like a zero or like a. I would have, but I gave it two for two Tusks. Mm. It's the only reason I even remember. Seems like a poor reason to give it such a high score. (laughs) I know. I just kind of shifted zero up to two. Um, Yeah. We're going to go two five. We're going to go a CGI two five. Um, um <laughs> CGI two five. I, I just think it was really bad, but it, it had an interesting plot. There you go. They didn't. I think it, they could have gone somewhere with it, but they didn't. I but agree. I'll I agree them, with that. I'll give them that. Yeah. So just, I mean, also nothing about this is anything I like in movies. So like, it's, right. it's yeah. starting pretty low, and it only can go lower. <laughs> If this was like a more of a thriller, kind of like a not really with no horror elements, kind of just like I don't like know, an action climbing movie. I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. I mean, it kind of is an action climbing movie, but like they're they also make kind it. of just on a ledge, though. 
Right. Yeah, I don't know. But they make it horror. Like, the music and everything makes it more horror. Like, it makes it ominous. ominous. And it's like, I don't know. There's a horror element to it, which I liked. But if it wasn't with... If that element wasn't there, this would have been lower for me. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But would I rewatch it? No. But... You know what? Check and check another movie off the the list. Yeah, I feel like um, it's like you you don't do you don't want to do it again, but like you're happy you did it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a movie like this, so yeah, I wouldn't say this was as like I I would take that hour or two back that I watched Tusk and be like, I'd rather spend my hour or two doing something different. But like this one, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm glad I've set the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. we're just absolutely trashing tusk yeah i'm just glad because i felt pretty bad after choosing the little things and now both of you guys have chosen hey, they hey we've they all that, be so. winners. although to be <laughs> fair i think we rated the little things like fives and sixes or maybe even seven i mean I it wasn't know. terrible maybe even nine nine to ten honestly yeah just wasn't the best i mean the only thing that had going for it was jared leto so <laughs> i got movie news talking about jared leto but oh me too um <laughs> should we just leto transition watch. then we, yeah. let's just do yeah. it you go for it i want to see if it's the same thing i saw that he him and Anne hathaway are in the the we crashed movie yeah. coming out it's like but we were and one man i don't know if it's coming off house of gucci or if it's just i'm not a huge leto fan um not in the sense he's bad i just like Anytime you see, I just like wish it was a different actor playing, the role, <laughs> you know, kind of deal. Like, and I'm just so bummed because I don't know if this is the same project or maybe it's a different project on WeWork, but like a year or two ago, it was announced that Nicholas Braun, who's cousin Greg in succession, was going to play Adam Newman, who is like the WeWork guy who Jared Leto's playing. Mm-hmm. And so I was so bummed to see Jared Leto because like, I was like, I want to see cousin Well, that's Greg probably why, because they rumor Nicholas Braun and you got your hopes up. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But every time, like, it's not that Jared Leto's bad. It's just, like, there's always someone else that I'm like, I wish, like, this person was playing this role, not Jared Leto. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I think Jared he's, Leto's like, kind of Hollywood's always, default. Yeah, he's, like, Hollywood's default out of your mind character. Right, right. Which he plays well, but, like, I also, I don't know. Adam Newman is out of his mind, but I wanted I wanted the Cousin Greg version. It had been way even... more subtle. Then Jared Leto is like always very over the top. Jared Leto, subtle oh, yeah. and Jared Leto isn't like a thing. I don't think you can put together. No. Um, so I'm excited for that. And I like Anne Hathaway, obviously. But uh, again, just a little bummed that it was Jared Leto. See, I don't like Anne Hathaway. So we kind of go both ways on that. And I, yeah. I don't know anything about that. Like, I don't even know. Like, I didn't even know that movie was a thing until the trailer came out. I was like, what is what is that? We That's were. Why- what happened? Yeah. Like, what's what's the movie about? The whole company—it's this crazy, like, burning money. They lost all this money. Adam Newman, the founder, was doing very kind of sketchy things, like owning the property that technically the company was like renting from him. It's just one of these like Silicon Valley founder stories where the founder is like incredibly charismatic and like kind of. People were blind to what they were doing for years until they crashed and burned. Um, and, you know, it's just a story of that kind of. But it's like a subgenre now, I feel like. 
Silicon it Valley. is a subgenre now. Yeah, I like, like I like it, but also they're still glorifying these people. Like they still glorified Mark Zuckerberg and social network, even though he was a dick. Yeah, this is a little different than the social network, I'd say. Like these are okay. like, I like the social network, but they're still like putting these people on a pedestal. Even though they're not yeah. great people. I mean, and to, to I mean, I don't know, this has always been an argument, but it's it's been way clearer mm-hmm. after the social network came out that Mark maybe is not I don't know. It, it's a complicated thing, but I don't think a lot of people like Mark um right. nowadays. And I think it's clearer than when that movie came out. Mm. Um it, it wasn't as atrocious, the things they were doing. Um, gotcha. But like these are um, Theranos, Theranos. I combine, I, I will, one is the Marvel <laughs> character. One is the infamous startup. <laughs> I will <laughs> never remember the difference between the two. That's funny. But like, you know, like that is very much this is when it's like somebody was, uh, what? I feel like there's even a million other ones, but I can't think of anything. Right, right. Up right. top of my head. But they're like these. I mean, Wolf the founder was truly like, it's, it's like, like smoke and mirrors the whole time, kind of. Right, right. A little bit. Like it kind of almost was never working, but they kind of put on this show. Or like Firefest, even kind of. Yeah. Right. Like that thing was a mess all the time. Um, yeah. It's so, I don't know. And there might be like, like I was saying, like, I don't know if this is the same project. Anytime there's something like this, I feel like there's like six projects in the work about the WeWork story. Right. So it's like maybe the Nicholas Braun was attached to a project that like didn't even happen or something. Like maybe it wasn't actually being replaced in this one. It could be a different, yeah, um, like a different version of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, you know, and then there's, a, there's always going to be like the, the documentary version, the, right? The TV series, the, or t- the TV series, or the docu series. <laughs> exactly, like, that's what I mean. There will be like four different ones. Um, like, like the Ted Bundy. Like they've done so many different things about Ted Bundy, and they're still making Ted Bundy things. Doesn't yeah, look, glorifying him. Exactly, and right. don't get me wrong, I love true crime and stuff, but it does make him somewhat of like a a, a star, which is what he wants. But it's yeah, I, I do love I I'm gonna get the uh the com it might be Jim Norton who did it or Tom Papa. I think Jim Norton who talked about when the Ted Bundy things were coming out and he was like everyone said he was this like genius and how like how he represented himself in court and he was like he got the death penalty. He's a he did the worst you could awful. do. He could have had a dog represent him and he would have got the same outcome. Why right. are we talking about this guy? Like he's a right. genius. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he's dead so he can't watch all this stuff because he would he would love this, I feel like. <laughs> but I wonder if they'll, they'll probably make a Bezos movie, right? At some point. Probably. Oh, they have to. Like Amazon. But it's got to be an Amazon original, probably. I, I, kind Amazon of original. I, I kind of wouldn't want Amazon to do it. They're going to be too biased. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think I don't want it either, but they're going to they'll probably do it at some point. I want it How to be made by like some by like, um, I don't know, like like produced by the union of Amazon <laughs> workers or something. <laughs> Would that be hilarious if like Netflix came out with like a Bezos movie and then Amazon came out with like one at the same time? But like Netflix's was this like he's not this great of a guy and Amazon's is like a right. superhero movie. Like Bezos is a superhero. I mean, if you think about it, like I haven't seen the other ones, but I've only seen what was it, Jobs, the Michael yeah. Fassbender one, but I haven't seen the Ashton Kutcher one. 
like those are probably very different point of views and like there's definitely a couple more uh yeah movies like that about him well, that, so i don't know yeah that's why there's like there's i feel like those are like the two different subgenres where there's like there's like jobs zuckerberg bezos musk like all these guys who are like questionable for another reason but they have built like lar- these large companies where like this other genre of like we work in theranos and stuff is kind of these like people who like actually it never was together and it was all the show like the whole time mm. you know so it's like when they crash and burn it was like you don't even have anything the other ones it's like we're questioning what they're doing with all their power right and this other one's like smoke and mirrors like how did how did they fool this many people I guess I would yeah. be more interested in the smoke and mirrors type then because yeah. I like, I'll probably definitely watch we crash just, just because Jared Lowe's in it, but also like, it is, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know anything about it. So that's how I, you know, learn some information, <clears throat> which can you also like be contradicting like though, a... because it's like any docs out there. Like the filmmakers are going to make you think a certain way like you have to read all the art. You have to read everything about it. You can't one source can't make you think a certain way about something. I feel like, cause like you watch the social network, you're like, all right, I know exactly all I need to know about Mark Zuckerberg. It's like, you need, no, you need to read books. You need to do all this other stuff. Yeah. That's my problem with like, I love docs, but I also hate them at the same time. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good, I mean, randomly, if you want to get into we work, there's like, one of the Gimlet podcasts did like a seven part series on WeWork that was really good. Um, like there is a lot out there. I'm sure there that's is. really good. Um, but as in like you said, like read all of it. Um, yeah. Like I think about like, the, I don't even know because I don't watch them, but a lot of, there's a lot of like Netflix, you know, things that come out like docuseries or, or whatever. And everyone watches it and they're like, oh yeah, this, you know, everyone thinks a certain way just because Netflix made something like that makes you think a certain way i feel like and then i don't know that's just how it goes we're describing like marketing oh totally <laughs> yeah it it always blows my Mom mind like, yeah the whole Literally. like the ability to shift like large number of people's perceptions of something just by like making a movie or like right. writing a story or writing an article or whatever <laughs> it's, it's crazy that that works but I mean, I use this as an example. (laughs) My example I always use is the documentary Soaked in Bleach, the Kurt Cobain one about his death. And there's a bunch of, there's like a bunch of docs about it, I think. But I, this is the only one I've seen. And they've, they, by the end of it, they make you firmly believe that Courtney Love like set it up and killed him or whatever. And like, that's the only one I've seen. So it's like, that's my perception of it. You know, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. There's something. There is some um, psychology, like a psychology term that I always think of with this podcast because it was like along the lines of like after you talk about a certain thing to like other people, it like changes how you think about it and like Mm -hmm. averages it out and stuff. But like, I'm trying to remember specifically because it made me think about it of how we always come to the, we talk about the movies and review them. And like a lot of times, at least for me, it'll be like, oh, like I actually like this movie better after talking to you guys about it. Because there is this like psychological thing about other people and talking through it where you end. But it's just so noticeable because I think I 
and maybe you guys too have said that like multiple times being like actually I do like this I came in thinking it was this but after talking I think I'm gonna bump it up to like yeah this other level I feel the same way I mean I've I've bumped my ratings up quite a bit I feel like a bunch of times I and I feel like in a way that's like just indicative that like talking through movies is fun and it's enjoyable and it makes you like almost like like it more you know yeah oh totally mm-hmm. yeah because you get like like as much as i love like going to theaters and stuff by myself and enjoying it having that i don't know having there's certain feeling i get when i watch them very like but like it's so much better to talk about it with someone i don't know there's it's just different it's like going to a concert you know you want to enjoy that with someone i mean as much as it's fun you can go by yourself and stuff it's like way more fun to experience things with other people there's also this uh I heard Malcolm Gladwell mention it, this thing called Gelman's amnesia. That's like, when you're talking about documentaries and stuff, um, with like in areas that you're really well-versed in or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he was saying, like he's a really big runner um, and like very follows that running world and stuff. And when he reads like an article published in something about running, he's like, this person's getting it all wrong. This is not right. You know, like this whole thing. But then if you read like an article from like the same person on something you don't know, you're like, wow, this is like crazy. And you believe everything. Right, right. You know, but like, and you don't actually carry it over. But I feel like it's like doc- documentaries where like, if you're really in the space or something, you're like very critical of it. But then you forget that like, if you're not in the space, you just kind of take it all for like, it must all be true. Kind of right. thing. like without even like looking at anything else. You're like, yeah, they told oh, totally. me. Uh, also, I mean, Sorry, go for it. I was just going to derail very quick when you said it. Do you guys say documentary? Yeah. Documentary. Documentary. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I think it's a Rochester Somebody's, I've heard it. Somebody actually said it on a podcast. Their producer said it. No. And everyone made fun of him for saying it, but he's from Buffalo. And so As I think it's like a Western what? New York documentary. 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 It's no, it's spelled Like Terry. instead of saying Terry. It's, it's spelled like, Terry. Like, el- like elementary. Can we, just elementary. Can we just agree to call them docs? I, well, I've, I've <laughs> well, started calling them docs because people make fun of me for it. Yeah, and instead of elementary school, I say manor school. Um... Yeah, same. Me too. <laughs> but it's still elementary. It's spelled T-A-R-Y. Tell me how that's true. I just wanted Terry. to make sure that that really was a Western New York thing because it's one of those things like when I, I, I don't even know how I say it anymore once I start being like, yeah, because I, I pause when I say it, and I'm like, documentary. <laughs> documentary. Anyways, don't write in. Don't tell us. But, um. <laughs> but documentaries, like, I like, I prefer docs that are, like, more, like, behind, like, I love documentaries about movies and stuff, making movies, because there's no, like, there's no opinion. It's just what happened. Like, it's like, oh, how is this made? Interview the cast, the crew, show behind the scenes videos, photos. There's no, like, oh, you have to believe this person's you know, got millions of dollars his way. It's just like a simple. I don't know, man. We're interviewing people. They're telling stories. That's it's true. All conspiracy. It's all conspiracy. It's, it's all the Truman Show. <laughs> oh, man. What a terrifying, actually, a truly, like, I think that is like a horror movie, the Truman Show. You watch that, and then who doesn't watch that and think, like, a little bit after being like, am I? Am I, you know, in the Truman Show? Like, that's like a psychological horror movie, I think. Oh yeah, it's a long run into like Twilight Zone. It's like a more drama-filled Twilight Zone movie. 
Yeah. I still need to watch the new Twilight Zones. I, I watched one episode. I think you might like. I have some issues with it, but overall, they're they're better than like the '90s and '80s. Oh, all right. If I ever remember, I'll continue. Maybe I'll pick one because they're. Maybe I'll pick an episode. Mm. Um, I just remember watching the first one. I think it was like a stand-up comic. Oh yeah, that one was that one was okay. I, I there was. That was maybe one of the, I don't know. I'll have to rewatch them. The one with Gillian Jacobs or Jillian Jacobs uh, was pretty it's good. Gillian. Gillian. That one was pretty good. I, that was one of my favorite ones, I think. Uh-huh. There's a couple good ones. It, it, it's kind of like a toned down Black Mirror. Uh-huh. Which sounds great. Yeah. Because <laughs> Black Mirror can get too, like, too much. <laughs> Black Mirror was quite a... I kind of want to rewatch thing. some of the episodes of Black Mirror, but they're really depressing. They are. I just like, there's like a nostalgic factor of like a few shows, like the beginning of Stranger Things and that, because it was like early yeah. Portland. And it was like, there was so much hype when it came out. You know, it was like, oh my God, Black Mirror came out. So like, we all would like sit down. Yeah. And be like, we gotta watch this. This is crazy. Even when was Griffin just visited, like, we did that. Like, he yeah, watched it. Wasn't it wasn't like, oh, let's just like throw this on. It might be good. There was like so much hype that it was like, you have to sit down and watch it. I miss shows like that. Like there hasn't been, a, for me at least, there hasn't been a show. I mean, besides the It's Always Sunny, the new season, but like I really, there hasn't been really a show where I'm like, oh, I, I mean, Stranger Things still, like I'm excited for that, but that's. But the, yeah, I mean, I think it's still possible because it wasn't that long ago, but it, I think it's just because there's so much out now that it's hard. Like Squid Games is the last one I can think of where it just seemed like everybody, I wasn't sitting down like that but it's just like everyone in the world when that came out seemed to be like you gotta watch squid games oh my god like this is crazy where normally it's just like it drops and then it's just like oh it's number one on netflix and you're like oh i don't even know what this is but you know what's funny though like about those types of movies and shows like squid game for example like no one's talking about it anymore it's It's real fast like that should happen so much like it's rare to have a piece of media that's like sticks with you you know it's like for me like i've been thinking about i don't know there's some movies and shows that i just constantly think about and like watch and like that's really hard to do and i feel like there's so many shows and netflix is like the king of that like oh let's make this one month long fad and then make a bunch of money and then make something else in the next coming months (laughs) like they don't go for longevity they're there for the short game i wish they wouldn't (laughs) I I, I, I I find, I don't know if you, so like if you had to say a split of like new movies versus like classics, it, mm-hmm. and that could mean classic to you or just like classic generally, like I actually watch a fair number of movies like when it's like, hey, I'm not trying to watch something new. I just want to watch something I know I'm going to love. Um, oh, a lot of times. That's, that's like, too. if I had to put a number to that, I'd say that's probably like 40 to 50% of. Yeah. I agree with that. I could see that. For me, know. at least with shows, like I find myself rewatching shows than watching new shows. But with movies, I watch more new movies than. I mean, depends. Like yeah, like you said, like if I'm just kind of throw something on, I'll throw like a random comedy from like the early two thousands on that I used to love, or like like Mike or like Mighty Ducks or something like that that I know I'm gonna like. Um, but with shows, it's like and shows the same kind of way where I'm like I don't know what to watch. I'll throw on Boy Meets World or whatever say by the bell like i'm not gonna just i don't know i'm more reserved i guess with that so maybe i'm more like 70 30 it's interesting 
I, I think it probably actually has to do with the John Stewart's, you know, new show he has on Apple though. The, the problem is with the problem with John Stewart. Um, he's talking about like the news and stuff, but I think this crosses over with like, I think they do that all because it's like people, they follow what like audience metrics. So it's like people don't stay with shows long. They move mm-hmm. on. There's other stuff. So it's like, let's just drop it all at once and like do a huge blitz and then move on kind of deal. Cause like that's what people kind that's of attention are span. doing it's now. Like TikTok. It's like everything. Yeah. yeah and then, but and John Stewart's thing was like, uh, rather than like just trying to create something you think the audience will like, and then like the audience will come if it is good kind of deal, instead of like reverse engineering, like what is the audience like? Okay, let's make that. Um, and he said when he signed with Comedy Central and he like thought like for his, the daily show and he, he was like, I was like 35. I thought it was funny that he was like, I was at the end of my Hollywood career. I was 35. Um, <laughs> But he was saying that, like, he told Comedy Central, like, basically, like, I I need freedom to, like, make what we think is good rather than, like, you telling us what the audience wants. Um, And, like, that is my one, I'm not going to do this if I don't have that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, and look, you can fire me if that isn't what the audience likes. Like, you know, like, it's, I don't need you to commit to sticking with me, but I need the freedom to do that rather than reverse engineering. But I think that's a lot of like content these days. It's like, whether we're like reverse engineering, like, oh, this topic is really popular now in this format and we'll like fit it in really fast here. Cause like, this is what the numbers make sense versus just like uh, some director or something being like, this is the thing I want to make. Right. Uh, and I mean, it's funny. Cause like you see a lot of directors pull out for movies because they didn't agree with the studio, you know? And it's, that's my, I think that's my problem and that's why I like the directors I like like and especially horror because it's like they don't have all this these companies telling them what to do telling them what the audience wants telling them what the producers want like they make their like whatever they want and like they you can tell they put their emotion and they put their self in the movie like you can like when I'm watching like Hereditary or something like I'm like art this is Ari Aster like in a movie like he this is I mean, it's just such a different vibe when it's so I don't know. It's very, um, it's like they think about the project and the story and like their passion first. It's like more passion focused, I think, which was what I like about it. Like I'm much more of the passion side of things where you can tell this person's super passionate about the work that they made. Like, even though it's uh-huh. more blockbustery, like I honestly feel like don't look up is a good example of like a good block, like a good blend. Cause like, even though it was a little, like, it was a little too like Hollywood maybe for me, it was like, it was still like, you could tell Adam McKay was still passionate about this topic. And you could tell it was Adam McKay. And without... you could tell it was Adam McKay. Yeah. But like you have like, for like going back to Squid Game, it's like, to me, there was no passion in that show. Like I didn't, I wasn't like who directed, like I didn't get, care who directed. It just felt like a Netflix show. And that didn't, that does not suit, but that doesn't I go mean, well. You said it in House of Gucci when we were talking about Ridley Scott. And you were like, I think yeah. anyone could have directed this. It didn't feel like anything different or like there was no passion behind it. Like, and, I don't know. Joe's passion meter. Passion meter. Yeah. Some people have like rotten tomato scales and Joe has passion meters. Passion That'd be meter. cool. That'd be cool. That would actually be cool. I need to get a shirt. Passion meter. <laughs> what? Wow. That was a, that was, that, that revolved into a great conversation. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the ledge to passion. Maybe we here. just chop the ledge part out of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that could be its own episode. But I'm glad I'm glad you guys watched this and we can move on with our lives. I'm glad we, <laughs> we went for something new. Yeah. Can we get a quick passion meter score on the ledge? Ooh, I'm gonna start doing passion meters actually. This is great. Yeah, I love this. I love Okay, this is going to be a little surprising, but I, th- I felt some passion in this movie. Like, you know, I mentioned Rock Climbers made a movie. Like, I feel like there were actually people who are interested in rock climbing. I felt passion for rock climbing in this movie. Passion for maybe a thriller, but it didn't come off well. So I think the passion for rock climbing was there. So Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I, th- I think, you know, someone, someone clearly was a rock climber who, who yeah. was involved with that movie. And like, I don't know, like, I, I think there's a lot of re- relatable elements, like, um, like, I mean, if you like losing someone, which like that applies to pretty much everyone, like, I don't know, there's definitely on, on the passion meter, I'd say there was an attempt. Oh yeah. I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go six out of 10. Yeah. All right. All right. I like wow. that. Maybe no, actually I'm going to go five. Sorry. I, that was <laughs> A little too much there. The director's watching and he's like, six, night, ah, five. Okay. I was like, that's not even what we rated. That's the passion of it. <laughs> All right, I'll go five passion on the passion. But I do, I do love if somebody does feel passionate about it. I love that they feel passionate about it because it's not the same passion. Exactly. Passion scale is not the same across people. I also love that. I'm hoping that the director wasn't the commenter of the 10 out of 10 because their passion for the movie was great. So I agree. Movie. That was a passionate comment. 10 out of 10. I would rate that comment 10 out of 10. <laughs> Passion meter. I love it. All right. Cool. Is that a wrap? I think so. Have you guys seen Search Party? <laughs> I'll just, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, from like one of the previous episodes where you talk about it, I'm just going to cut it into every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you like to talk about Search Party? No, you guys should just check it out, though. Check it out. One of these times I actually am. <laughs> oh, do, oh do, my God. The week that you guys come and you're like, we watch Search Party. Maybe I started it and I just don't want to talk about it until I finish it. Mm. On that Trust me, when you start it, you'll finish it in a day. So <laughs> it's that good. Have you seen the Batman yet? Oh, not yet. Yeah, go see it. Never heard of it. Oh, it's about a superhero. After um, you watch Search Party, it's. <laughs> I think we should have an episode where we each watch a movie that we've been wanting each other to watch, or a oh, show, or like we have to do it, and then we talk about it. All right. All I mean, right. it's essentially what we do anyway, but we actually have to do it. And but we each talk stuff. about each other's pick. Like we almost. It's pick a good each way other. to like force your friends to do something that maybe exactly. they weren't ready to do yet, which is actually perfect that we're talking about this in the ledge. So, you can watch the ledge again. There you go. <laughs> Love it. All right, I think that's a wrap. Unless you guys have anything else to say. No, it's really impressive that we always do these in one one shot, one take though. First roll. <laughs> right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I love a good one take.